How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Fu Show. I'm your host, Coach Ali Fusho. In today's episode, episode number eight, you and I are going to be talking about why I believe that doing 100 push-ups a day is extremely stupid. And if you were able to tune into last week's episode, episode number seven, you know that I am leaning towards using these very striking or intriguing titles, but a more modern term would be clickbait. And the reason why is because I want these titles to really hook you into the main discussion at hand. So I mentioned there that I believe that 100 push-ups a day is stupid. That is not far off from what I'm actually going to be talking about today. Today, we are going to be talking about the differences between a training program and a training routine. Now, I also want to say that we are going to acknowledge that this is a question of semantics or just a question of like which word to actually use. Is there any real difference uh, like in the long term? And actually, I would say yes. Difference-wise, there is a major key point that will separate those who are going through a training program versus those going through a training routine. Now, let's start first with you talking about what does a training routine mean? Or actually, I'll just define both things. A training routine or a routine in the name of it is where you're talking about something that you would do on a daily slash weekly basis, something that's part of your daily ritual. Or in other words, um, I guess it can be somewhat synonymous to a habit. Like So our training routine is something that you just include in your day. Now, a training program, though very similar, obviously routine versus program can somewhat similar when it comes to the conversation of fitness. But a training program... Yes, you do include it in your uh, schedule within the day or within the week, but this is something that has a bit more, um, it's a bit more directed or it's a bit more structured in the sense that in a training program, you are more goal-centered, that you are actually chasing um, a goal at the end of your program. So whether that be a four-week program, a for month program or like a six, a half a year or one year program, but most programs that you would see online are roughly four, eight, or twelve, just because it's easy to talk about it in every four weeks or in a monthly cycle. So the at the end of a program, if it's a well-written program, there should be a goal, whether whether that be a um, minor goal or a major goal, uh, that will be achieved at the end of that cycle, at the end of the entire duration of that program. Now, you might be wondering, okay, so why are we talking about this? Well, it has come to my attention that in my experience of coaching, and um, of course, when I talk about my experience, it's also uh, in relation to the experiences of my clients, um, because obviously they are the ones uh, that are giving me this experience. Because, um, of course, I wouldn't have this, um, I guess I wouldn't have these words or these uh, insights to share with you guys if I didn't really have this experience. I wouldn't have ever thought about the need to talk about that nuanced definition of training program or training routine. But the reason why I believe that it is a, um, a discussion that I think a lot of people can benefit from is because this will allow 
both the coach and the client or the athlete, however you want to phrase it, to have a better idea on what has to come out of this training relationship. So when you have a coach, or I'll talk um, from the perspective of coming from a coach. If you are a coach, um, it has come to my attention that you really have to talk about what the client wants out of this. And I know you might be wondering, hey, isn't that kind of obvious already? You also mentioned that. uh, You might say that, hey, coach, you already mentioned that in an earlier episode that you have to constantly communicate with your client. And yes, uh, that is true. But I also want to further further this one point. You have to have that conversation. Um, Of course, you might not want to direct it as like word per word, but what do you want or what does the client want to get out of this training, um, this training relationship. Obviously, they might have some goals, but that, those goals, if they are specific or just vague, that can give us a better idea on what they would need, a training program or a training routine. Again, I know if you're following along and if you're uh, an ex- or like a seasoned coach, you might be wondering, hey, like, should I still be talking about this? And yes, because there are clients... There are people that would approach to you, approach you for your training expertise that would probably just want a training routine, something for them to just make sure that they're getting healthier, that they're getting relatively stronger, that they're not stagnant, that they're not living a, um, I guess the better term is that they're not living a sedentary life. And that's something that you should respect. If that's something, if you, if they hire you, let's say three times a week, an hour each time. So if they hire you just for three hours of your time in each week and they just perceive that workout to be something they have in their schedule, um, that's something that you'd have to respect. Now, if you're a coach that is um, any sense or any ounce of hardcore or uh, something that has to be very goal-driven, then yes, I I completely understand that at the back of your head, you'd be like, no, 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 there there has to be more structure. There has to be something that's gonna, uh, we have to aim for something towards the end of this. Um, how, however, like payment cycle, obviously, if you're coming from a coach, that's one of the factors that you're thinking about. Aside from the duration, aside from the goals, you also have to think about your payment cycles, uh, how often you can actually see this client of yours. So if your client, is somebody who is really, really busy. There are so many things going on in their life right now that um, so much so that they are in a position that they just want, they're they're willing to spend money on you, their coach, to take care of everything when it comes to their um, training. I'm not sure if you're going to cook for them. Of course, you're not their nutritionist. But some clients have that mindset. They just want to hire somebody to take care of all of their fitness-related stuff so that once they enter your gym as the coach or wherever you're training, is that they will just listen to whatever you say. And then they will be there once their R starts and then they're going to leave once your R ends. Now, is that the most ideal training relationship? Um, I would say it's not a bad one, but it's not ideal because I would want to have a very... I would say, close relationship with everyone that I'm training because there has to be some form of friendship that will be going on within that training relationship. But as beautifully expressed by 
uh, my most recent guest coach, Ken Tan, uh, one of the best CrossFit coaches here in the Philippines, is that he expressed that despite the closeness, the buddy-buddiness that you might have with your client, you always have to remind yourself that this is a business relationship. You are providing a service and they are paying for your service. It's a transaction and it has to be done um, with some level or with a level of professionalism. Now, of course, it can vary from how close you actually are to that client. But at the end of the day, they are a client and you are a service provider. So you have to understand that, okay, if this person just really wants a routine, they're just going to go through me, go through this gym uh, for one hour, then that's perfectly fine. Now, um, it is your job as a coach now that even though they're just after a routine, that it's just something that they're going to get through, it is your job to make sure that they are still going to see the results that they wanted uh, like when they first signed up with you. So example, if they signed up for the usual is um, 12 sessions because, you know, it's I guess it's because of the calendar month, it's just easier to count by 12. Um, so if they hire uh, if they hire you for a package of 12 sessions and they're just not really going to be as, I guess, in-depth or as, I would say, Bibo. There we go. If you're Pinoy, then you completely understand that term. If your client is not going to be as Bibo for those 12 sessions, it is your job to make sure that in the routine that they will be going through, that in the span or at the end of your 12 sessions, they're still going to see some results because that's what they want. They just want to make sure that they're not being sedentary. They want to make sure that they're still getting some work in towards them living a healthier and more active lifestyle. All right, so those are the people who are after a training routine. And I guess another way to describe or give a better idea on what I mean by training routine is just something that they will go, go through. There's no real aim for the day. Unlike a training program, which we're going to go in for right now, is that most of the time, or if not all sessions within a strict training program, there is a range of weight that you would want to lift. There's a range of, uh, there's a weight, sorry, there's a weight range. There's a set rep range and there's a range for how long you'll be resting. Just those um, three or four factors. How heavy you'll be lifting, let's say in your program today, in this 12-week program, we are now in uh, day four. Day four in this program, I wrote down that hopefully you can lift anywhere from 100 to 115 pounds. Okay, if it's a good day, we're going to go for 115. Then if it's not so good, then we're going to go We're gonna go for a 100 pounds. So, and then there's going to be, oh, we're going to aim for three to four sets. And then afterwards, you're going to keep on progressing. Uh, the term is auto-regulation, wherein you're going to really go within this program. Okay, we're going to go for this set range, this weight range. And even without that range, if you have a strict program, you're going to be saying that, oh, in this day, we are we have to get three sets of five reps of 150 pounds. So that's a program, something that's a bit more strict because in a structured program, it's not just about what you are doing on that single day. 
it's about what you're able to get in the entirety of the program. And obviously, there are some days that are more difficult than others. There are some programs that have a heavy day. Some programs have a light day. But at the end of that program, it's all about what you were able to accomplish in totality. You don't have to be like, oh, I failed day four uh, in this program. That means I failed the entire program already. Not necessarily, because at the end of that duration, whether that be 12 weeks, 16 weeks, it's about the total work. And that's one of the benefits of having a training program because it's al- it allows you to still keep on track. And if your coach knows you or knows how to really structure things, is that you might want to or you might have to consider there will be some days that you're not going to perform at your best. So that's why having a program to help you get back on track, to get back on the system is going to be really helpful. Now, bringing back to that conversation or to the point of this conversation, why would you really have to think about what your client wants with regards to it being a training program or a training routine? That's because the client's psychological psych, um, the client's psyche there, just so that it's easier for me to say, will really determine how consistent they will be moving forward or how much they will renew with you. Like example, once their 12 sessions are up, if you are able to cater to their needs, to their um, all their wants and their needs without, of course, losing your dignity, uh, then, of course, they will be able to renew a package with you or renew every month with you. And, of course, um, as a coach, your goal is to really make sure that happens because it's going to benefit both of you. You are going to maintain your income stream and you are able to help this person's life, uh, to help improve this person's um, health and longevity and whatever goal that you guys set out for them. So as long as you do your job properly, you are gonna, it's going to be a win-win uh, for both of you. Now, why would you want to consider it to be a routine? Because as I mentioned a while ago, some people don't want to think about a lot of things. <laughs> so um, that's why I think the going back to the reason why I mentioned uh, the, the title to be 100 push-ups a day is extremely stupid is because it's just a good... 100 is a good whole round number that people can strive for. If, am I going to say that, hey, doing 100 push-ups a day is actually stupid? Like, it's really going to um, not bring you any benefit? No. Again, clickbait. Just forgive me for that. But at least it invites good conversation or good good discussion, right? So, I would say, okay, if you want me to really talk about how I um, perceive doing 100 push-ups a day, which is which will fall under a training routine... That's because it's not a training program because how long are you going to be doing this 100 program, 100 uh, push-ups a day? Are you going to do that indefinitely? Uh, what's the structure towards the next cycle? Or is there even a cycle to proceed next to? Because what the only thing that you'll be doing is 100 push-ups a day. Now, if you are a beginner and that doing 100 push-ups is really a struggle and then you can only do like what? 20 to 25 push-ups um, within that workout duration, as you progress to go towards 100 push-ups a day, I will say yes, then that's a good goal to have because it's something that can be motivating. You can tell yourself, hey, I was able to do 100 push-ups throughout this day, or throughout my workout period, and then you can proudly say 
that you have progressed, that this training routine, not a program, was able to successfully help you. If that's the case, if you're a complete beginner and you don't want to get a program from the internet, or if you don't want to get a program from a coach, and you just want to get those 100 push-ups a day because it's a good round number to strive for for that day, then that's absolutely fine. The reason why um, I am not in favor of that is because, as I mentioned a while ago, what's the goal afterwards? Once you reach 100 push-ups a day, are you going to go for 200 push-ups a day? Is that going to be your next goal? If you're going to tell me that, then I would say, okay, sure, but what's after that? Are you going to aim for 250, 300? And sure, you can keep on adding, and no one's really going to stop you. But if you're going to talk about it practically, like practically talk about it, how long is that going to take? So your program, if it takes you before, for you to get 100 push-ups, it takes you like what? 20 to 30 minutes. And then if you're going to be doing aiming for 200, it's going to be like what? 30 to 40. Then of course 300. So basically, if you're going to increase it that way, which is somewhat of a, it, which is a goal, sure enough. But if you were to maintain that, practically speaking, you are going to take so long. And the second thing that I just remembered right now is that you're probably going to get too bored. Um, that's why like this notion of doing 100 push-ups a day, 50 pull-ups a day, or 200 squats a day, even though they're great on its own or on paper, it's, gonna, it's not something that I want people to rely on. Again, um, as I'm saying this, I do want to say once again, but it's not horrible. It's just that as much as po possible, if you were to ask probably any coach, our preference is for you to definitely get on a, an actual program. Something that you can start off on day one, and then there's a day two, three, four, five, six, etc., all the way up to those those four weeks, that eight week, that, that, that final week, or uh, 12 weeks, three months, four months, whatever program that is, because that's going to help you out. And then, of course, with whatever structure that program has, that's when you can really try to do your best to maintain, to really aim to progress each week or every two weeks or every month. I'm not saying that training routines are horrible. It's just that um, coming from the bias of a coach, a program is going to be, without a doubt, a bit better for you. So hopefully with that, um, with that uh, discussion of getting a training routine or training program it was able to I was able to help you understand for yourself if you are a client if you are an athlete or actually you're probably not an athlete if you just want a routine um, hopefully if you're somebody who's looking to start working out or if you if you're or if you already started to work out hopefully that this conversation was able to make you understand on what you actually want don't let my biases of going, like going for a training program over a training routine to stop you right away. Because as I mentioned, they both have their merit. It's just that I believe that one will, uh, one is more superior than the other, which is obviously the, um, training program over the training routine. Now, if you are a, so that's, uh, hopefully that benefit you if you're a lifter or if you're a beginner or if you're a client already. Hopefully, that also benefit the coaches out there to make them ask their clients or to make them have an honest conversation with their clients on what might actually benefit uh, them more. Would it be something 
or similar to a routine that, hey, um, let's say, let's give a classic of what's a good Pinoy name? Uh, oh, Mrs. De La Cruz, um, welcome to the gym. Uh, let's just go through our usual work. Um, are we going to say that that's as bad? No, because the fact that Mrs. De La Cruz went to the gym is already a big win on its own. Would that be the fastest way to make her progress towards her goals? Maybe, maybe not. But if we're going to have Mrs. De La Cruz go through a 12-week um, fat loss phase or a 12-week muscle gain or 12-week strength gain uh, phase, then I believe that's going to benefit her more. Again, it's a win on its own for Mrs. De La Cruz, the very generic example, to still to go to the gym either way. Whatever it is, it is the job of the coach to find out what is actually going to benefit Mrs. De La Cruz the most. So um, hopefully this entire podcast, uh, this entire episode was able to help you guys out. Um, if there's something that you guys would want me to talk about, if there's another guest that you'd want me um, to have on the show, whether that be a an athlete, like a very experienced athlete or a coach that will hopefully say yes to my invite, then I would love to cater to that uh, recommendation. Now, um, if there are any topics that you'd want me to talk about, if any questions, please feel free to comment down below on the IG post or on this YouTube video. And, it, and, and if you are watching this on Spotify, I would highly, highly recommend or I'd highly, highly appreciate, sorry, uh, if you give, guys live a... And if you guys are watching this on Spotify, I'd highly, highly appreciate if you can leave a good review down below. But anyway, um, I'm Coach Ali Fushum. Thank you for tuning all the way through to episode 8 of The Fushow. I'll see you guys next week.